you, Eric and the music team. Good morning, everyone. We are here to see with a different light. How many of you have come here to see from a fresh perspective, get a new idea, a new understanding? You are in the right place, in case you didn't know that. So it is a joy to be here with you this morning. Um, this morning's message was uh, Ask the Minister, so I've got a couple of questions to answer. But a question came to me late last week, and that question was whether or not we at Unity Spiritual Center would like to hear a few words from Panache Desai on Sunday. So whenever you get asked a question about receiving some good, what's the answer? Yes, of course, right? So uh, it is a joy to have Panache with us this morning. How many of you were here last night for our event with Panache Desai? Super, so good. And those of you who weren't, you're in for a treat this morning. How many of you participated in our book study and read Panasha's book, Discover Your Soul Signature? Excellent. And if you um, are anything like me, you know what a transformative book that was. So it is just a joy to have Panasha Desai with us this morning. And I'm going to ask you to uh, join me in welcoming him, Panasha Desai. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. So I love how spirit works. As we were making the announcement for Thanksgiving, there were wild turkeys very quietly, in a very stealth way, traversing across the field. <laughs> it's amazing how life works. It's amazing how the messages come. It's amazing how supported we are. Sometimes we get so caught up in our own drama that we're not paying attention to life and existence and the message that it's bringing us. You know, my deepest wish for you all is to imagine, even just for a day, that every single person that you meet has a message for you. That every single person that you encounter has a gift for you. That actually, in truth, it's only ever spirit talking to us through all of these different forms. Trying to love us, trying to contribute to us, trying to bring us that which we need the most. You see, life is on your side. There's nothing to oppose. There's nothing to fight against. There's nothing to fight for. You are in the perfect place to actualize your potential, which is to fully embody who you are as a unique expression of divinity. And every single circumstance and scenario in your life is an opportunity to say yes. It's an opportunity to say yes. Okay, I can welcome this. I welcome this. I welcome this frustration. I welcome this sadness. I welcome these thoughts. I welcome these beliefs. I welcome the doubt. I welcome whatever it is because only I am equipped to live my life in the way that I have been designed to live it. There is nothing else in creation that can live life and experience life and bring the promise of life into being in the way that you can, yeah? So, we're alive at a magical time. But that magical time has nothing to do with anything other than your willingness to say yes to being you. To fully committing to being the unique expression of divinity that you are. And some of you have been waiting for 60 or 70 years to finally make that commitment. Well, the clock's ticking. <laughs> and we have the potential to live to 120. So regardless of where you are right now, in your expression, and on that journey, it's never too late. It doesn't matter how life has been. It doesn't matter what we've been through. It doesn't matter what you've done. You are loved. There is nothing to figure out down here. 
Life is about having the experience of being human. And it's about welcoming every experience. When I wrote Soul Signature, I started with the seven most challenging aspects of our humanity on purpose. Because I wanted you to be able to embrace the parts of you that you have been fundamentally conditioned to reject or deny. And in some cases, especially as spiritual people. This isn't about holding on to some persona or some idea or some expression of what it means to be you. I'm asking you to be as natural as the wild turkey making a dash for Missouri (laughs) because that's what instinctively wild turkey are going to do around the end of November. You have been designed perfectly. Every single aspect of you has been designed perfectly, but yet you live in opposition to who you are. And then you wonder why you suffer. Well, the only reason why there is suffering is to humble us to be able to finally receive the help that we need. So if you are currently experiencing suffering, it's because you're fighting against the blessing that's wanting to be delivered into your life. no other thing. And when you need a microphone, a microphone shows up. (laughs) This is how it is. But that's what it means to walk in trust and to walk in trust. It's not about having faith. It's not about having a belief. It's about walking in trust. Trusting in yourself. Trusting in what you're feeling and you're thinking. Everything that you're going through. All of this potential that lives inside of you. Stop editing who you are and denying us the divinity that you've come here to share. Stop editing who you are and denying us the divinity that you have come here to share. We have to stop being normal and we have to return to being natural. You have been conditioned to be normal. Your perception has been programmed from the moment you were born to show up in a way that's acceptable. But what's acceptable isn't working. That's why we're suffering. It's why we're struggling. It's why we're depressed. It's why we're anxious. It's why we're committing suicide. Because we don't belong in this world. You're not meant to belong in this world. Were you to belong in this world, you wouldn't be able to make the difference that you're here to make. You know, when you go to a museum and you look at a piece of artwork, let's say it's a beautiful, famous piece of artwork, you're either going to love it or hate it. You're not going to like it. Well, that's what authenticity does. You are not here to be liked. You're not here to be liked. You are here to be who you are. And the reaction that somebody has in response to that is none of your business. But at that point, you have to stand in the truth of who you are regardless. Because either way, the perception of another person is not the definition of you. What your family thinks about you doesn't matter. You live with you. You wake up with you. You spend every waking moment of your life with you. And if you are not at peace in yourself, then you are missing the whole point of life itself. Yes? So we have an amazing opportunity today. And it's the same opportunity that's presented to you every single Sunday. This is how patient God is. Every single Sunday, the same opportunity is presented to you over and over and over again. Oh, well, maybe this will be the day. 
when Christy gets it. Maybe this will be the day when Grant finally hears it in the way that he needs to hear it to understand that he is a part of who I am, that we are one, that we are in this together, that there is no separation, there is no difference, that all this thing is about is love. And whether that's expressed through a prayer or a song or through a sermon or through a guest speaker, it doesn't matter. It's existence trying to capture your attention. It's life trying to capture your attention. Will you pay attention? I have had the most profound conversations in the most random places, like at the post office, with people that you wouldn't expect wisdom to be pouring forth from. Why? Because I understand who people are. Wherever you are, God is. Wherever there is life, God is present. So why don't we act accordingly and why aren't we open to receiving the miracle and the blessing from everywhere? Because life is your teacher. Life in every moment is showing you who you are and who you're not. Life in every moment is giving you an opportunity to recommit to finally just saying, yes, it's okay, I'm just going to be me. It's okay. I'm just going to be who I am. I'm just going to soften into that experience. It's okay. It doesn't matter what I've been told. It doesn't matter what limitations have been spoken over me. It doesn't matter what the people around me believe or don't believe. I know who I am. I know the love in my heart. And that's all. That's all. The only validation that I need is the fact that I'm breathing. God is renewing my lease in every moment through the fact that I continue to breathe. And as I'm breathing, there's life. And whatever it is that I'm going through will be provided to me because I know it will be provided to me because I live in an abundant universe. And all I have to do is focus on the light and the truth that I am and live in that alignment. Because there is nothing that can ever be denied to a person who lives in harmony with themselves. Worry is a waste of time. Worrying is a waste of time. Analyzing is a waste of time. Figuring out is a waste of time. At some point, we have to relax into trusting the word that we hear every single Sunday over and over and over again. You are either going to live it or you're not. But that's you. That's your 50% of the equation. At some point, we have to stop treating Sundays like our weekly inoculation. You know what I mean. I'll get the booster shot in my arm. I'll feel the love and the light and the bliss until about Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe on a good week. And then I'll be ready for that Sunday. Well, how about we make every day Sunday? How about we make every moment a moment of reverence, a moment of connection, a moment of just being aware and awake? This human thing is so simple. If you are aware and awake, you will get all that you need. Life will bring you all that you need. All I want for you is for you to finally relax into being yourself because that is what is required now. You being you. And that's a journey that we are all on. That's the only journey that's unfolding in perfect divine order, that you are too unfolding in perfect divine order. It doesn't make sense because it's not meant to make sense. We're not here to make sense of life. We're here to experience life. We're here to be present for the experience of life and to walk in peace because there is a peace that re 
resides at the foundation of every experience. So just close your eyes for a moment and just take some time. And just give yourself an internal yes. Whatever it is that you have to say yes to right now, whatever that is, it can be an illness, it can be a disease, it can be some form of struggle, it can be something. It can be even being promoted and having everything you've always wanted. Whatever it is that you have to meet with a yes inside, meet that with a yes. I am ready to be who I am. I'm ready to relax into who I'm here to be. I'm ready to commit to that experience. I am ready to relax into who the divine made me to be. Because when I'm living that, when I'm demonstrating that in the world, I am in harmony with myself. I am in harmony with life. And I am in harmony with all of creation. And from that space, I can receive everything that's meant for me because the truth is you can never miss what's meant for you. Take a breath. Just allow that to land. And you may just uh, bring your awareness back and open your eyes. You know, it's been wonderful spending time with you and uh, being with you all and encountering just the beautiful diversity in this room, the uniqueness of divine expression. And I'm very grateful that places like this exist in the world. I really am. I'm very grateful that people come together as a part of a community because it can sometimes be very lonely walking this journey. Uh, your family just thinks you're weird. It's the truth. Your family prays for you. They think you need Jesus. <laughs> they think you've joined a cult. They, they think you're weird. So, and, and they're right. You are weird. <laughs> I've met you. You're all strange. But, it, but it's in that being strange that the beauty of who you are arises. It's in that being unique. It's in that being a pioneer, being a, a way show, being someone who's committed to something more. So I would invite you to continue to be the unique expression that you are and to recognize that no aspect of your humanity is a mistake. There's no part of your humanity that's a mistake. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Please, just give it the meaning. Yes, accept it. End your resistance to it. End your suffering. You know, we really are living uh, in heaven on earth already. Humanity is going to make it. We're going to be fine. The planet's going to become golden. It's going to become like a golden orb floating in the universe. We're going to be fine. Regardless of what they tell you, we're going to be fine. The world is more collaborative, more at peace, more prosperous. There are less diseases and illnesses. We're living longer than we ever have before. That's the version of the news that you don't get every day. Well, I would rather subscribe to the truth than subscribe to a lie. So let's subscribe to the truth that God is good, wherever we are, God is, and that all there is is good, regardless of how it feels. And when we can have the courage to meet whatever's showing up, when we can meet whatever is unfolding in the moment, we are free. The rest is up to you. Where soul signature ends, your life begins. Where soul signature ends, your life begins. And the rest of it is up to you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for having me be here. I love you with all my heart, and I hope to come back soon. Be well, and uh, take care.
Thank you, everyone. What a joy to have Panache with us this morning. A joy for all the wisdom that he shared with us through his book, and through his event last night, and through this morning. One of the things that I love about unity is that we are encouraged to question, to ask questions, to not just accept things because I said so, or some other powers that be said so. So today's, uh, the rest of our time together, is answering a couple of your questions. Uh, this community was invited to submit questions for me uh, so that I could answer them this morning. And we have three questions that are very similarly related, and so I think that that's where I'd like to start this morning, and then hopefully we've got time for one other that um, came up as well. So these three questions that are related have to do with what happens to our spirit when we die. Uh, a similar question to that was, um, you know, what does unity teach? I want to I'll bring it up here so I get it. In regards to transitioning, what are your beliefs on how and the afterlife? And the third one coming from someone as they came in this morning, I've got somebody in my family who is facing a terminal illness, and I want to stand in faith with them, but I'm not quite sure how to do this because I'm seeing that their health continues to go down, and I just don't know. What do I do with that with my faith? So all these questions regarding, you know, life after um, this life and this body happens. And what do we teach about that? What do we believe about that? So, as I said, one of the things that I love about unity is we don't make up the answers. We don't say, here, Jennifer, just believe this and that will ease your mind. I don't know what happens to us after we die. I haven't, can't remember having done it before. Although I think maybe I have. I don't know. And so unity doesn't say, this is it. You know, there will be streets paved in gold, and the angels will be there, and they'll be singing their heavenly songs, and everything will be good, and we'll all be good, and there we are for eternity. So unity teaches that eternal life exists. Science has taught us that you cannot um, destroy or create energy, right? You can only, it, energy only does what? Transforms. And what are you and I? We're just energy. Energy showing up as an individual me and as an individual you, each of us divine, each of us unique, each of us here to share of ourselves in that unique way. But we are at the very heart and the core of who we are, nothing but energy. And energy showing up as you and I. And so what I know and what unity teaches is that that is an eternal condition, you and I. Energy can't be created or destroyed. It's just as transformed. So as I transform from this body, I, I don't know what that transformation looks like. But I have the understanding that life continues. I've also had some personal experiences that I won't go into because of lack of time that have indicated to me that life continues, but maybe you've had those experiences too. The idea of heaven and hell in unity are not some places that we are going to someday go to. Heaven and hell are states of consciousness. 
Heaven is the state of consciousness of understanding that you are one with God and with all life. Heaven. Hell is the state of consciousness of believing that you are separate from God and from all life. Hell consciousness. How many of you, like me, recognize that I move out of heaven and hell consciousness, like, continuously throughout my day? You know? Oh, here I am. Oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Right? It's a state of consciousness. Jesus said, heaven isn't going to be a place where people point to it and say, lo, there it is, or lo, there it is. That's not what heaven is. It's a state of being. And when I get and truly get and live from that place and from that awareness and from that knowing that I am one with God and one with all of you, I am creating heaven here on earth. That's all I am. Now, to come from that place that somebody that we love, we may be watching, moving through that transition time. And that is not easy. Right? We are in these bodies, and we know these are temporary, and we know we're all going to be leaving at some point. But it can be really hard to watch someone that we love transition through that time. And there can be a part of us that feels like, I just need to have faith. I just need to believe for this one that it's all going to be okay, but I don't know how to do that. When I'm watching them and watching their body um, go, so go downhill, right? So life is leaving this body. And what I've become really clear of in the last several years is that our society, our talking to one another, is, creates this idea that to die is a failure. Anybody ever have that idea? To die is a failure. Like if somebody that I love died, they failed somehow. If I am diagnosed with an illness and I don't make it, I've, done, I've failed somehow. I must have not had enough faith. I must have not had the right prayer. I must not have said the right affirmations. There must be something that I've done wrong because death is here lingering. And what I want to invite all of us into remembering is that death is just a natural part of this cycle of life. And that it is not a permanent state, it's a moment where we move from this body into whatever happens next. Whatever that may be. And you and I are invited to sit with that question of what it is after we leave this body. Many people in unity have the idea of reincarnation. But you don't have to believe in reincarnation to be a unity person. But know with me that life goes on, that life is eternal, that we are here to be in the consciousness of heaven, and that we are here to share from that awareness with each and every one that we meet. And we could probably do a whole series on that particular topic. But there's one more question that I want to get to, and I know that we're really short on time, Um, but it was one that came for actually both Panache and I. So Panache is sitting in the back yet. Yeah, good, Panache. Because it included you too. I thought, let's get to both of these. I like that one. All right. So this is for Joanne and Panache. And it's about fear, right? I realize what I am, such as love, joy, peace, 
has an energy of positivity to others just on its own. When fear is triggered, I feel extra fear because I don't want to permeate that around others. How do I release fear when in the world and not at home in meditation? Thank you. So you want to take that one first? Sure. So uh, as we were doing the announcement for Thanksgiving, there were some wild turkeys that were walking past the window. Uh, And the reason why I referenced those wild turkeys is because everything in nature feels fear. However, it feels it, takes it out, and then gets on with its life. Okay? But what do we do? We hold on to our fear. And then we think that we're polluting our reality with this extra fear. You know, you weren't created with an extra side of fear. (laughs) There's just a fear that you're unwilling to experience in the moment. And the reason why is because we've been told in some way that fear is a weakness. It isn't. Fear is a natural part of the human experience. Whenever you bump up against your comfort zone and you're about to break through and get to another level of life and living, the one thing that you have to face is your fear. The one thing that you have to face to leave a relationship that isn't serving you is your fear. The one thing that you have to face to move into a greater level of abundance because you're in a job that doesn't respect you is your fear. And so what we have to do is befriend that feeling because it's on the other side of that feeling that everything that we want can be accessed. And so I love being afraid. Because every time I'm afraid, I know more is on the other side, right? More is on the other side. But the only difference is I don't resist that experience. I don't need to change it. I don't need to, in some way, uh, feel like in experiencing it, I'm contaminating my reality. Actually, all I'm doing is experiencing it inside of myself, and everything begins and ends within me, as it does within you. Okay? Otherwise, it'd be like Turkey and run for Missouri. Thank you, Panache. <laughs> I love that. Has anybody in here not felt fear this week? Anybody? The turkey. No, I just want to say this in regards to fear. Yeah, it's really out there. They really do wander the ground. He's leaving for Missouri right after service. What I want to say about fear is that in living my life, and I'm trusting in living your life as well, that we are stepping into something greater than we've ever known ourselves to be. And that makes for an uncomfortable feeling. And that uncomfortable feeling can bring up within us that place of fear. And we can, from that place of fear, shrink back from it. And think we don't have it within us to do this. And stay where it's comfortable and stay where it's safe. We're all here. And we've done enough of that. It's time to break through. It's time to embrace the fear. Not stuff it back down. Not pretend it's not there. But to say, you know what? The fear is arising. And Kanash invited us last week to have gratitude for it all. So thank you. Thank you for its arrival because it means that I'm stretching beyond what I am comfortable with. And it is only in that way that I will ever shine my light. That I will ever create heaven here on earth. That I will ever know my oneness with the divine. That I will ever do what is mine to do. So thank you, fear. So in unity, we know that it's not enough to know these things. We have to live these things, right? And we have to practice them. Anybody here not have to practice these teachings? I have to practice. 
So I invite us into a practice every week. You can find your practice in the insert in your bulletin where it says spiritual practice. To question can move us to a place of curiosity and wonder. How many of you have experienced curiosity and wonder this week? Okay, so for the rest of you that didn't experience it, you need to ask a good question. Be willing to come at all of life from this place of a beginner's mind. Can you come to each experience this week from that place of a beginner's mind of not knowing? Can you open to new understanding? How can you set aside what you know this week and be open to discovering something new? Do you believe there's something new for you to discover? How can you live in the question? And what question will you live into this week? Questions are so valuable. But there is value in asking good questions. Because so many times we go through the activity of our day or our week with this, why, why me? And those why questions so rarely have an answer that is satisfying. Have you ever noticed that? So I've quit asking the why questions. And I'm inviting you into asking a question that can support you in transforming your life this week. So what does it look like to be love in this moment? What does it look like to live in the awareness that Jennifer is a divine light of God as I'm talking with her? What does it look like to show up and be the divine in the midst of somebody arguing with me or getting cut off in traffic? Ask the right questions and watch how your life is impacted. It's so simple. Does everybody have a question that you can carry with you this week? Your brain is designed to answer questions. And so if you hold the question, even if you don't know the answer in this moment, the answer will be revealed. Who's going to join me in that this week? Asking the question. All right. Then I want you to turn to someone and say, ask a good question this week. Ask a good question this week. And then listen. And then listen. Turn to that same person and say, I know you know the answer. I know you know the answer. All right. So I'm going to end with this. I've got a question for you all. Are you ready? How many services are we having next week? That's right. What time is service next week? What are you bringing to service next week? Food and silverware and plates. All right. I look forward to being with you all then. God bless. Make it a good week.